Here's the latest CSM interview from Talking In Stations. Brisk Rubal, how's it going? I'm, I'm doing pretty well. It's been a long day, but uh, I'm glad to be here with you, Mineral. Okay, now your campaign is probably the most polished campaign I've seen in a while. I expect this to be a perfect interview. I will do my best. No pressure. What is interesting is that the real press has taken an interest in your candidacy as, as well as Reddit's going crazy for it. What's going on with your candidacy? When I got into this race, and one of the reasons why it took me so long to actually run for CSM, because I've been playing since 2006, and I told my friends and, and, and my corpmates, you know, since they started pressuring me to do this, that one of the reasons I didn't want to do it was I know me, and I knew that if I got in the race, that I was going to want to run it like a real campaign, which means I wanted to get a website, I wanted to do advertisement, I wanted to do commercials, I wanted to get everywhere, do, do all the shows I could, and get my name out there as much as I possibly can. And that's basically what we've been executing since we got in this race. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with how it's going. I think, I think it's, I'm, it's going very well. Um, I'm only worried now. Hopefully I'm not getting too oversaturated, but we'll see. Right. Uh, that's true. There's a whole media getting tired of uh, a candidate because he's just everywhere. Exactly. I don't want to trump myself, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll go from there. But I'm going to take you off that pedestal for a second, because when I met you, Please. we were talking about video games in general. And we, we actually got to talk for hours about a game that we used to play, Star Wars Galaxies. That was, my, that was the game that got me into MMOs. It's, it's actually the game that got me into EVE. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, we had talked about this before, but I started playing Star Wars Galaxies uh, uh, in beta, and then on launch day, which was I still remember June six, two thousand three, and within about two or three months of that game, uh, Sony had created a, um, I guess their equivalent of the CSM, and they they called it the Player Correspondence, and they selected one correspondent for each profession, uh, and I was selected to be the scout correspondent, so. My, my first taste of, of any kind of video game politics, uh, uh, although there weren't elections, was when I got uh, chosen to do that with Star Wars. So I, I, I did that about, you know, it was, well, I guess, 13 years ago now. But that kind of got me into the whole idea of there's more to playing some of these games than just playing the game. There's actually stuff you can do to help make the game better. Uh, but I love that game, and I miss it every day. And EVE is the only game that has come remotely close to that kind of, of community uh, that kept Star Wars going for as long as it did. And I'll tell you, I, I watched as the devs in that game destroyed Star Wars, killed what I thought was the Golden Goose. It was a great community, and it died because they made bad decisions. And I am bound to determine that if I get elected to the CSM, I'm not going to let that happen to this game. Yeah, and you were from Bloodfin, I think, which was a really prominent server for PvP, right? We, we, in the very beginning, what happened was the players got on the forums together and tried to, there, there weren't, the ideas of PvP or PvE servers or roleplay servers didn't really exist back then. So the players just decided, we're, we're going to make this server, the East Coast PvP server, we're going to make this coast, this one, the West Coast PvP server, and Bloodfin was the East Coast PvP server. So a lot of us on the East Coast, um, and I have friends up and down the uh, country from Star Wars. My the best man at my wedding was a guy I met playing Star Wars. Um, we we all we chose that, and that's really how I got my start PvP. Did you meet your wife in Star Wars? I did not, fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I met her in college, but best friend, absolutely. Well, that's good. What attracted you to not only 
uh, Star Wars, but Eve as well. What is it about the sandbox? I think the thing that I like the most about the sandbox is that the players themselves are the content creators. And one of the things that I like to do in Star Wars, I, I started uh, doing news reports on the big PvP battles, and, we, and, and I did it as a propaganda thing. I was an Imperial when I first started playing the game, so we did it like dispatches from the uh, Imperial News Service. <laughs> uh, and, and then eventually I started writing stories, and, and we called them Epic Roleplay Care Bears. Uh, because that, you know, that was the joke was, oh, you like to role play your Care Bear. And I wasn't really a role player, but I like to write these stories because it was fun. Yeah. It was additional content that made the game interesting. Uh, but the players, we're, we're the ones that made the stories. It was the fights between player associations, guilds, whatever you want to call them, that drove the politics on the server and the relationships between people and the trash talking and, and the, the provoking of big fights and things like that, that really, you know, made the game fun. And when Star Wars died, the, the closest thing I could find to anything remotely like that was Eve. And it's something that, that these sandbox games that, you know, the, the content is primarily what the players do uh, that really, that, that draws my attention. Cause I'd rather, I'd rather be a part of something that's living and breathing with a history where people can rise to prominence where people, regular players can, can do crazy things and, and get on the, you know, international news uh, just because they happen to do something cool whether it's you know selling out a corporation or stealing all the assets or being a big fleet commander or those types of things. And you don't see that in any other game. You don't see that in World of Warcraft. You don't see that in EverQuest. Uh, you know, there's nobody famous like the Matani or something in, in those types of games because you never, maybe Leroy Jenkins would be the best, but that's because of the meme. It wasn't for anything, you know, anything real that he did in the game. So that, that, that's one of the reasons why I think Eve is, is the best MMO there has ever been and probably ever will be. And one of the reasons why I want to be part of, of its history. And one way to do that for me, at least, is, uh, is running for CSM. So I imagine there's like, you've been through a fail cascade of a game that was beloved and you've seen a sandbox close. Uh, you would probably want to avoid that. And so what do you think CCP needs to do in order to avoid that? I think the number one thing that they need to do, and I think they, they, they acknowledge this, is they need to listen to the players. Um, I think it's very easy when you're a game developer to get stuck in a rut of, well, we need to do what everybody else is doing because that's making money and that's the model. And if we don't follow the meta in the game development community, that uh, we're not going to be able to keep up with the Joneses and we're going to lose all of our players and they're going to go all play this new game uh, and they're not going to stick around and we're not going to make any money. And I think Star Wars fell into that trap. Uh, Star Wars was around, Galaxy, SWG was around for the start of WoW and a lot of veteran players like me decided, hey, I'm going to try this WoW thing. So I beta tested WoW and I played World of Warcraft for a while. And I got to level 60, and we did our raids, and we did Anixia, and we did Ragnaros, and 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 Molten Core, and all those other things. And and it was it was fun, but it wasn't Star Wars. It wasn't the sandbox. So eventually, we all went back to Star Wars. But at that point, and most of us kept our accounts open the whole time anyway. So we go back, and they decide to change the game to make it more like World of Warcraft, more you know fed content. Uh, with special planets to do missions and everybody can become a Jedi and all this other nonsense. Uh, and it just killed what the game was. So and he, I think if Eve, Eve, Eve should not go down that route, I think, mm -hmm. and I think CCP always needs players to liaise with them, to remind them that this game is not like anything else and they're not going to be able to make it like anything else. 
And if they try to do that, they're you know jeopardizing something that's already pretty special. So do you think they pandered too much to what the current you know the current money making schemes were, or they pandered too much to the players that wanted that kind of content? I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say pander, but I think when you look at the the metas uh the ea different things ea does that we complain about the loot boxes and the and the microtransactions and those types of things and we've seen them seep into eve i don't think they've made a big difference uh with skins mm -hmm. and things like that i mean rich players i, I like to buy skins because i like you know, making the ship look a little bit different but it doesn't change it doesn't change the way the game is uh, there's no pay to win in Eve. You, know, you you can buy the the blingiest stuff and buy as much plex as you can and 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 do a whole ton of stuff. And in the end, you're if you're if you're not skilled, you're still going to get beat by somebody that knows the game better than than you do, well, no matter how many purples you put on the ship. Okay, but I've heard that before, and my counter argument to that is that you certainly can pay to win because you're paying for characters or skills. Uh, now. That puts you in the position to use the bigger, better ship or the better utility in order to compete. How is that not different? But it it, it doesn't give you the skill to use it well. I mean, you can have a, a you can go on the forums. Do you, you always have to use it well, though? I mean, you just need to use it sometimes. You don't even need to use well, it well. It it depends. I mean, it depends on what you're doing. You know, you take somebody who's never played this game, you give them an 80 million skill point character, and you give them a Nyx, and you set them on a gate, and they're going to die because they don't know what to do. Um, you, you, you set somebody up in, in solo PvP, or, or even you, you get, we see it all the time, these guys that will go out and skill inject into a work wall, go out and do a belt, and get they'll get hot dropped, and they won't know what to do, and they'll get the shakes, and they won't have, you know, they won't have the experience to, to, to handle it, and they're going to die. And oftentimes, after you put that kind of money in the game, and then you lose it to, you know, somebody that is in a smaller ship, or, or you know, you think you should have beat, um, they quit. And I think that that's frustrating. Um, but I think in the end, Eve is still one of those games where it's very difficult to really say that you pay to win, even if you can go out and buy stuff, because you still have to have skill. And that's one of the reasons why I find it as attractive as I do, because it is a challenging game. And I don't think it's as hard as some folks make it out to be. I'm not a math whiz by any stretch of the imagination, uh, but I do pretty well for myself when I'm playing. And I think mm -hmm. if folks are willing to do that and step up and learn, um, they don't need to be rich. They don't need to, to buy stuff or play to pay to win uh, in order to play this game and play it at a, at, a, at a pretty significant level. So you fly with initiative. Uh, you're definitely involved in like NullSec PvP, right? Yep. That's primarily what I do now. How long have you been at it? So NullSec PvP, I'd say probably about two years. Um, prior to that, I did a little bit of a little bit of everything. I was a mine. I, I, I did a little bit of mining in high sec. I did a lot of mission running. Um, I, I was I was a, I, I had a hard time breaking into uh, a lot of the different parts of the game because for a long time, and I would say years even, um, I was playing basically by myself. Uh, a lot of my friends that I I tried to get over from Star Wars were not interested and didn't didn't really. Uh, want to play Eve and the handful that we did come together and we, we had a, a little corp back in the day um, but it never really panned out anything so a lot of times I would log in for an hour or two a day I'd run some missions in high sec save up my money um, 
you know, replace my Drake when it got killed, uh, try to skill into a Raven. And, that, <laughs> and that's what I did. I was, I was basically your, your random high sec, you know, the, the, the kind of guy that I would call a Care Bear now. That's what I did. Um, I didn't really try a lot of the PVP, although I wanted to. I just didn't feel comfortable. I think the first two or three months I had the game, I was afraid to leave the station because I thought I was going to die instantly. <laughs> I know. Uh, because of all the, you know, the, so this was back in 2006 when Bob was big and all the wars were going on. And that's kind of when I got started. And uh, uh, I was scared to death. Uh, it's taken me a while, but now, you know, it's... it's a while? That was 10 years ago. I know. 12 years ago. 12 years ago is a long time. No, but there's also the whole thing of like, hey, I'm an adult. I have a real life. I have, you know, obligations. Well, I, I mean, that, that's absolutely, uh, that was the other hard part was, you know, you know, 2006, I was playing a lot. 2007, I started law school, you know, so I was going to school at night, uh, working full time, got married, had a kid. So during that time, I didn't have a lot of time to play. So when I logged in, I wanted to just be able to do a couple things and have a good time uh, by myself. And then I would, you know, go off and do whatever I wanted. Uh, and it wasn't until a couple of years ago when I, I found some friends that were political friends, actually, in Virginia who played Eve and they got me back uh, in the game. Real life political uh, friends, right? Real life political friends who play Eve, uh, and we joined uh, we joined Drone Walkers, uh, which is in the Legacy uh, Coalition, and I was with them for a little while, and then the group that I was uh, with kind of you know the corporation started to, to fail, so I joined STK, my current corporation, and I've been with them for a year and a half now, uh, and they left Drone Walkers after uh, the big CO2, the tribute war. Uh, well, the most recent tribute war, uh, and we ended up rejoining Initiative. They were one of the original, one of the one of the first Initiative groups back in the early days of in it, uh, and we joined back with them. And I, we've been with them ever since, and I love it. Uh, I, this is a great group of guys. Um, my corp's awesome. They're all personal friends now. My alliance is great. I've really enjoyed being a part of it, and uh, hopefully I'll be there for a while. They're the one that volunteered you. Yeah, I mean, that that was, I mean, I, I learned, I guess, you know, after you get in with a group of guys, after a while, you're playing the game, but you, you're going to learn stuff about them in real life. And eventually, you know, it doesn't take long. Everybody starts talking politics, and then I speak up and start giving my opinion. <laughs> well, what do you know? Well, I hey, you seem pretty informed. You know, exactly. You know, I, well, I talked to this guy yesterday. Who? What? You did what? Uh, and they found out I was a politician. So immediately, the first, I mean, literally, like after, I'm like, you should run for CSM. I'm like, no, why would I do that? I don't, I'm not qualified. You know, but you played the game a long time. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, so I'm not, I'm not, you know, Killer B. I'm not, uh, you know, the Matani. I'm not any of these guys that are famous uh, FCs or anything. I'm just, uh, just a regular guy just playing the game. Um, but the more and more they pushed me about it, and I, I constantly would say, no, 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 no. I started getting the back of my head where I thought, well, you know, why not? You know, what's what's holding me from back from doing this? And I think in the beginning it was time, but I've, I've a lot of personal stuff has has finally come together. And Eve now is my probably my main hobby. So there's not much else I haven't um, I have that would take my time away from it. So I said, you know what? Well, you guys have had this in joke long enough, and you put up fake websites with for me running and all this other kind of stuff. You know what? Let's 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 do it. So I think I made their 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 lives, or at least the last couple of months, <laughs> by actually follow taking the joke and turning it real. I can tell uh, because they're just as involved as you are. Every everywhere, it's hilarious. Yeah. I, mean, I I tell the guys, hey, I'm going to be on the show. They're like, oh yeah, we're going to be there. And then they, yeah. you know, they shut up the, <laughs> the chat with yeah. Brits for CSM. 
but I, I get it all the time in the in game the guys will randomly start linking my website and my videos when we're in the middle of fleet battles and uh every time we go into a system they'll they'll start trying to convince people to vote for me and it's just it's 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 become a a meme it's kind of funny well i mean if we just look at their excitement for you as a, an endorsement it's uh pretty strong endorsements from the guys around you and I, and I, I have to say, I, I love the guys for it because, I mean, look, I, I, I've said this before, and it was in my campaign video. I'm not anybody special, you know, not in the game. I, I, I am a, a, a line member. I show up, I log in. When, when the pings go up, I log in. I get in the fleet. I do what I'm told, um, and, and I have fun doing it. And, and I, I go out with my guys, and we'll do fun roams, and we'll have fun. I think I've FC'd one time because we our main FC died, and somebody had to pick it up, so I took it over. Not in real life. Um, not in real life. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, I, I'm just one of these. I'm just one of the regular guys that plays this game, uh, who just happens to be a politician and a lobbyist in real life. And and um, so you're suited. Yes, you're I'm, suited I'm for the. Sorry to interrupt you, but you're suited no, for the campaign. Does that mean you're suited to govern? Are you suited? Are you a suitable representative? Well, that's 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 always the catch, right? And I think. One of the reasons why it took me so long to want to actually run was I had this whole thing where I don't feel qualified if I don't understand the job and understand what I'm supposed to be doing. And for a while, I hadn't I hadn't talked to anybody. Uh, I didn't know anybody on the CSM. I knew what it was supposed to do, and I could read the minutes, but I'd never actually had a conversation. And I think uh, Malkanis, who is in, in it, uh, who was on CSM 8, um, when we started, when the joke started flowing about Brist for CSM, he pulled me aside and said, hey, do you really want to do this? And I said, I, I don't, but I'm thinking about it because these guys think it's hilarious. And he sat me down and we started talking. And, I, you know, I, I really have to give him a lot of credit because uh, he gave me the insights and the understanding of what the CSM does, what the potential for fixing things is, what is unlikely to happen. Um, and really kind of managed my expectations so I wouldn't be walking into this thinking I was going to change the world when, like any other political job, a lot of this is, is baby steps, incremental changes, and, and building relationships. Um, and the more that he and I talked, the more I realized that what I do for a living, this fits perfectly with what the CSM does. Uh, and that would give me, I think, a, a unique ability um, to be effective because largely this, the things that I do on a daily basis are the types of things that they do uh, on the CSM. And I think at that, at, once I started talking about Canis, I kind of realized, okay, I could do this. Uh, and I think that made it a little easier to say yes when the guys kept pushing. Well, what about the content creator versus the everyday Joe? Well, I, you know, I think there's a, I think there's a place for, for both of those. Uh, I think, you know, the content creator is going out there and trying to put together these big fights and he's got relationships outside of, of the, you know, he or she has relationships outside of their group. Uh, and that makes it possible for them to find the fights and to bring the fights and to get folks to follow them because they know, all right, if this guy's leading the fleet and he's got Intel and we got a, a good shot at something fun. But none of this stuff would happen if you didn't have folks logging in and playing the game. You know, the best FCs are the ones that can can get guys like me to log in and are willing to fly with them because we trust that they're going to do uh, a good job and they're not going to kill me. I'm not. We're not going to you know take a roam out and whelp it uh, unnecessarily, or they're not going to make giant mistakes and get us all killed. Um, but at the end of the day, it takes it takes both the FC and the line member. Uh, working together for you know the, the fun fights, 
so I think there's a, I think there's definitely room for that perspective on the CSM. And I think, you know, given my background, if anything, I think having an everyman uh, on there, particularly somebody like me who, who has the political skills to be able to represent, you know, what, we, what we're doing in NullSec, as well as doing everything I need to do to do my homework to, to talk to folks in high sec and low sec that do parts of the game that I don't do as much, um, that, that, that there is a place for that on the CSO. Yeah, I always find it interesting that EVE is a place and these sandbox MMORPGs are places where kids that are 15 years old can tell 40-year-olds what to do. Uh, can command exactly. the room. But the CSM yeah. is not the game, right? This is a real-life situation Correct. Correct. where if you're great at the game and you're 15, you're still a 15-year-old in a room full of CS, you know, CC peers that are a business and programmers. Right. And, and I think to, to, that, to that point, you know, folks who, uh, and, I, and I've said this before, I, don't, I am not the biggest expert on EVE. Uh, I don't know every mod I, moderator has forgotten more about Eve than I've ever learned. And I, I think if you're looking for somebody who knows the game inside out, who's going to be able to fight the devs and say, no, you're wrong. This is really how it works. Those are the types of guys that I think have that, have, have that skill set. Um, but what I don't think any of the other candidates have, uh, or at least not that I'm aware of, and I've got, I've tried to get to know as many of them as I can. They don't have the, 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 the political background like I do, where you're constantly talking to people, building relationships, meeting with them, negotiating, you know, just, just the type of, of soft skills that guys like me, lobbyists, lawyers, and things like that, we, we do on a daily basis because we have to. I mean, we're, I, I can't walk into to a congressional office and say, here are all of my ideas, now you do it. It doesn't work like that. You know, and if somebody were to walk into the CSM and say, hey, I've got a list of all these things that I want to do, go do these. The devs are going to, the CCP is going to look at you and they're going to laugh and then they're going to sit you in the corner. And that's, and that's basically where we're going to sit for the next year. So I, I, I try to, to, to distinguish myself in that regard by saying, I do my homework. I play this game every day. I love it. Uh, but I'm not running as some kind of issue expert or policy expert because I think there are other guys that, that have that have that background. What I can do well is represent the, issue, the, the interests of a constituency uh, and do it in a way that can be effective, uh, as well as make sure that I'm building relationships and doing all the things that I need to do so that you know, when CCP comes up with an idea, I can go out, talk to people, figure out whether this is something that's going to be well-received, whether it's not going to be well-received, how they should pitch it to the players, and make sure that, that if they do release something like that, that we've done our due diligence so that we don't have blow-ups. Because uh, mm -hmm. I think that's really one of the, the best things the CSM can do is try to, to, to soften the blows or at least to, to get CCP to, to recognize when they're walking down the wrong path. Well, it certainly sounds like if uh, the player base wanted to hire a lawyer to negotiate with CCP, you <laughs> might fit the bill. There but the question, well, the question well, is, so that's what they want. Okay, so if that's what they want, who are the people, and what do they want? Well, uh, the people are the players, and I think one of the things that that frustrates me with the way I've seen CSM campaigns run in the past, and this this is my personal opinion. I know not everybody agrees with me. Um, I don't like the pigeonholing of folks into, well, all right, this guy's a high sec candidate. This guy's a low sec candidate. This is the faction warfare candidate. This guy's a null sec candidate. Or this guy's in goon, so he's the Imperium candidate. Uh, he's going to do what's best for his his 
friends in corp or, or, or alliance. Uh, and I, I want to break that paradigm because I think the CSM in general, ha they have to be, they can be issue matter experts on certain parts of the game, but there's only 10 of you. And you're not elected based on what sector of the game that you represent. There's not, you know, the, the, the member from NullSec, the member from LowSec, the member from highs. we're all just elected. So at the end of the day, that tells me, because the electorate is the entire server, I need to be able to go into meetings or go in and, and when I'm talking to folks and be able to say, I've talked to the folks who would be impacted by this change that you're going to make, and here's what they think. And it doesn't matter if they're my friends in my corp, if they're my friends in my alliance, or if they're people that I've had to talk to on the forums or we, we set up a town hall or something, I need to be able to solicit that feedback because we don't know until we get elected you know, what, where they're going to take the game, where CCP wants to take the game and what they're going to impact now. So we have to be able to talk to people. And I think if you pigeonhole yourself, uh, I'm just a NullSec PVP candidate, or I'm just a, an industrialist, or I'm just the third party app candidate, that, that you're doing a disservice to the rest of the, the player base because you need to be able to represent them too, even if they're not um, playing the game the way that you play it. Right. Well, Brisk, good luck. Thanks, my friend, and I appreciate uh, all the opportunities you guys have given me to get in front of folks. I'm, ha I'm having fun running, and let's hope it uh, translates into success. But even if it doesn't, I've had a good time, and, and that's, that's why we're here. So That's right. All right, thanks. Thanks, Matterall.